Today we are going to be discussing AI's threat to humanity. Now, just before we begin, you can subscribe to my Rumble channel, nvtvnews.com, and to nicholasfenniarmin.com for my free email updates. Mel Melissa Redpill, thank you for joining me. How are you and what have you been up to? Hey, I'm doing well, getting better every day. It's, it's been a, it's been an interesting ride, um, but yeah, I'm, I, I just really, I, I wanted to come on and talk about this AI because, you know, there's, there's they can flip us out <laughs> when we see something on Tucker and get us all, you know, thinking, well, humanity's lost and go hide under the bed, you know, and just give up. Um, but I just, I always like to look at everything in the light of God's word because God has promised he, it, it will not happen. They will not be successful in destroying humanity. So that's the first thing. Don't be worried that this AI, now I, I would say it's dangerous and I want to make sure people understand, you know, what's going on with it as much as I can. And honestly, I don't spend a lot of time focusing on it, you know, but because I think that sometimes we can go down these rabbit holes and it gets super dark. And I try not to just sit and dwell on the dark stuff. So that's the first Absolutely. lesson, right? No, it, no, no. It's not Me good for too. your psyche. But it was a very interesting interview that Tucker Carlson had with Elon Musk. Um, so why don't you show us? Yes. I think we're all on the same page of this. We don't want yes. AI, yeah. you know, because we don't know who's controlling it. And it could be used for bad. And they're doing it. They're trying to program AI for bad things. Again, I don't know if this is a storyline that the White Hats are pushing you know, to wake the sheep into what they don't want. Um, but who knows? Let's see. Right. Exactly. Videos. Exactly. So you watched, you watched the Tucker Carlson interview of Elon. I Musk. did. I, yeah. I, I watched clips of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So let's just go see um, what he said. Here's my channel that you guys, I'm uh, Melissa Red Pill, as, as Nicholas said, and my channel is freedomforce.live. And I always look at how this is biblical. Um, I've been teaching God's word for many, many years and realizing when I woke up, you know, that this is the end times. I'll scroll real quick down to my book, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. It's the end times for their, their rule. And all the things that they're doing, they're ramping everything up because they realize their time is very short, but they're not going to be successful at um, destroying humanity. Okay. So this was uh, where he's talking. Uh, he, this is on the first clip where he's uh, the first portion. He's talking about how he's got this regulation uh, that affects him in, um, in Tesla. You know, there's lots and lots of regulation in cars and there's a lot of regulations clearly in, uh, in, um, uh, rockets and all that so but he's talking about how it's important to have regulation on uh ai now uh, for, i'll just i'll go ahead real quick and say i didn't realize that basically the guy that he was working with they had a falling out and so now he's making it for profit and now it's basically controlled by microsoft i was not aware of that so mm -hmm. you know when you look at how much microsoft took over the world and like a virus, you know, that they can't even control a virus, then you can see how AI could just be in everything. And the concern is that it controls your your thoughts. So you don't have any independent thought. So anyway, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that here in just a second. But here's here's what he was talking about. Yes, anyway, so I think, I think we should uh, take this seriously and, and we should have um, uh, a, a regulatory agency. I think it needs to start with um, a group that initially seeks uh, insight uh, into AI, uh, then solicits opinion from industry, uh, and then has proposed rulemaking, 
and then those rules, you know, uh, will probably hopefully gradually be accepted by uh, the, the major players in, in, in AI. And, um, and we, we, I think we'll have a better chance of, of um, advanced AI being beneficial to humanity in that circumstance. So, but all regulations start with a perceived danger and planes fall out of the sky or food causes botulism. Yes. I don't think the average person yes. playing with AI on his iPhone perceives any danger. Can you just roughly explain what you think the dangers might be? Yeah, so the, 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 the danger uh, really, AI is um, perhaps uh, more dangerous than say, mismanaged uh, aircraft design or production maintenance or, or, or bad car production uh, in the sense that it is, it has the potential, uh, however small one may regard that probability, but it is non-trivial. It has the potential of a civilizational destruction. <laughs> this movie is like Terminator, but I, it wouldn't quite happen like Terminator um, because the, the intelligence would be in the data centers. Right. Uh, the robot's just the end effector. But I think perhaps uh, what you may be alluding to here is that um, regulations are really only put into effect after something terrible has happened. That's correct. If that's the case for AI and we only put in regulations after something terrible has happened, it may be too late to actually put the regulations in place. The AI may be in control at that point. That's a very important point. The regulations need to be put in place already. So that's the danger because it. And they're even talking about how, if, if, you know, you know how much this affected our most recent election for them to control uh, the social media. How about if, if you know, all of the, the speech is controlled by this AI. And so then you can't ever have, for that reason alone, you can't have free and fair elections again. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a whole different, different concept. And I would agree that, you know, we, we don't really have... We are having independent thought, you and I, and, and the ones on our channels are having independent thought. We're, we're at least striving for that. You know, still, if we find ourselves, oh, wow, they're, they're leading us. I can feel that they're, they're leading us like a little, little sheep, right? But we are at least trying to think for ourselves, whereas mo you know, most of the people in humanity are just willing participants, just, just going along with this, you know, flood, this, you know, driving them in a certain direction like like sheep that's the that's the biggest danger of ai i just read some, something horrible yesterday yesterday day before about this this man who had been talking to ai and this and the ai convinced him that he needed to take his own life so i'm i haven't played with this i almost feel like it's demonic that i don't you know I don't want to to get near it. It's not. I don't think it's a game to be played, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I just think. Also, yeah, go ahead. No, no. Also, I saw something that how there was an AI that can create a voice, and it can sound exactly like Elon Musk. Um, and they could. I think. I think what they did is that um, they created a fake Joe Rogan interview, you you know, using his voice, and it sounded exactly like Joe Rogan. Like right. you wouldn't have known. Right. There yes. <clears throat> Someone that you so they could they could they could trust. Well yeah, they could get you to say something and we think, you know, and we start believing what someone didn't say, but we think we heard them say it because of this AI that created their voice. Exactly. 
Exactly. So you don't have your, that's a very good point. You don't have to be going on, uh, uh, on the chat SGT to, to like have them write a document for you or something like that. It can be that they just create something and it goes viral because they have control of the internet. And we already know how much, you know, they can, they can put their thumb on the scale and make something go viral on Twitter or YouTube or whatever. So, yeah. <clears throat> so it reminded me of this post from February 18th, 2018. And I don't know that this is what it was talking about on the board, but it's talking about Project Deep Dream. And I think that that's, it might've been talking about that here, that that for humanity to be put into a, lulled into a sleep where we don't re realize the danger. Because we, we think we're watching, you know, eat, uh, you know, Rogan or someone, and we're actually watching someone else and they're just leading us into this, you know, thought process. The one thing that's kind of good is like lately, this whole thing with this uh, Budweiser, the people weren't having it. You know, Budweiser has lost a huge market share and uh, people are not, they're, they're still, they're like refusing. They've dug their heels in and they're refusing to drink uh, Bud Light. So that's a good sign for humanity to be well, to not go along with this uh, this forced indoctrination and this forced brainwashing. So, mm -hmm. anyway, so I'll play a little a little bit more of his clip because they're talking about you know what how did it get to this point? You think that's real? It is. It is conceivable that AI could take control and reach a point where you couldn't turn it off and it would be making making the decisions for people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, it's, that's, that's definitely the, where things are headed, uh, for sure. Uh, I mean, um, the, the, the things like, like say, uh, ChatGPT, which is uh, based on GPT-4 from OpenAI, which right. is a company that I uh, played a, a critical role in, in creating, unfortunately. Uh, Back when it was a nonprofit? Yes. Um, I mean, the, 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 the reason uh, OpenAI exists at all is that... Um, Larry Page and I used to be close friends, and I would yes. stay at his house in Palo Alto, and I would talk to him late into the night about uh, AI safety. And at least my perception was that Larry was not taking uh, AI safety uh, seriously enough. Um, and um, what did he say about it? He really seemed to be one um, of one sort of digital super intelligence, basically digital god, if you will, uh, uh, as soon as possible. Um, he wanted that. Yes, he's, he's made many public statements over the years uh, that, that the whole goal of Google is uh, uh, what's called AGI, artificial general intelligence or artificial superintelligence. But no, and I, and I agree with him that the, there's great potential for good, um, but there's also potential for bad. And so if, if you've got some um, radical new technology, you want to try to take a set of actions that maximize probably it, it will do good, minimize probably it will do bad things. Yes. Um, it, it can't just be helpful leather, it's just go you know, barreling forward and, you know, hope for the best. And then at one point uh, I said, well, what about, you know, we're going to make sure humanity's okay here. Um, <laughs> and, 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 um, uh, and then he called me a speciest. <laughs> did he use, did he use that term? Yes. And there were witnesses. I was the only one there when he called me a speciest. And so I was like, okay, that's it. Uh, I've, Yes, I'm a speciest. Okay. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm fully a speciest. Um, 
Right. This the guy who's now controlling it because he could he got kind of backed off. And now this guy has connected with Bill Gates. And we know that Gates is has no morals, no care for humanity. His goal is to destroy humanity. So now it's in it's in Elon Musk's, I'm sorry, in in Bill Gates' hands. Bill Gates, yeah. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Again, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. But again, it could be the storyline. I don't really believe Bill Gates is around, if I'm honest, but oh, okay, know. Okay. So, yeah. And so it, it's funny because so and it, the thing that I think about when I think about whether it's the real Biden or the Bill, real Gates or whatever, well, have they who is who is controlling the person who's acting that role if it's mm -hmm. not the real Bill Gates or the real Biden? And who is controlling? Is, is, is someone controlled by the White House or control, you know, by the dark side? So, but I guess what I always boil down to is because I know that God's word is true, that I know that this is the end for them. This is the end. And it's, we were told that the enemy will come down in great wrath because he knows he has a little time. So he's going to pull out all the stops. Now, back on my channel, freedomforce.live, L-I-V-E, freedomforce.live. When you scroll down, you'll see again, I keep going back to this because this sign of the Son of Man that happened September 23rd, 2017 is exactly delineated in Revelation chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. You could not make that up. You could not make something. Someone wrote this 2,000 years ago, and they said that this sign would appear in the heavens. And when this sign would appear, that this would be the end for these these evildoers. Okay, so that is, you know, I, I, there's no way anyone could make this exact sign. It's the sign of the Son of Man. Uh, in the Old Testament, calls it the woman in labor. The, that says, uh, for those of you who are, who are new, I'll read the portion in Revelation chapter 12, verses one and two. There appeared a great wonder in heaven, in the stars, and it says there was a woman which the, the constellation Virgo is the woman who's in the Zodiac. There's no, no other women in the, in the 12 major constellations. The woman clothed with the sun, you see the sun's on her shoulders, the moon is under her feet, and upon her head was a crown of 12 stars. And on normally it's nine, but it's it, two, the three more appeared with her on that day, September 23rd, 2017, and, uh, and made the 12th. And she being with child cried, travailing in pain and birth to be delivered. So this really happened and... God told, showed us this, just like he showed us the Bethlehem star. So that gives me a, a lot of, uh, of comfort knowing that here's, here are my, um, here are the books that I wrote. This one really goes into the thousand years of peace. This one goes into that, that biblical astronomy. And also on my, on my website, freedomforce.live, I go into, uh, the biblical astronomy, just like the Lord gave us the son of, um, when Jesus was being born. And then in this one right here, major clues. It calls it the woman in labor 18 times. It says, when you see this woman in labor, you, they'll be in great panic. So, you know, whether it's, you know, and I love the fact that you're very hopeful about this. You you believe that, you know, white hats are in control and that God is in control and that this, that we're going to win. So wh however, why ever they're causing all this and maybe fear mongering, you know, yes, I think to wake up people, you know, this whole Bud Light thing woke up a lot of people and you go, you know what? We don't want to be controlled by the new world order. We don't want to be controlled by AI. We want to be free, you know? And um, mm -hmm. yeah. Agreed. So uh, yeah. Um, I wanted to make sure before we go, I want to make sure that I, I show you uh, about 
uh, Daniel, the promise that was given to Daniel, that Daniel was the one who was thrown into a lion's den because he was, he was like, <laughs> like us, he was speaking out. He was, it was doing the right thing and exposing evil. And he wasn't playing the game with all the ones who were doing evil in his day. So similar. So we've kind of been thrown into a lion's den. You know, we were talking before we came on about, you know, it's, we've got to be been tossed into a, into a corner where we can't really go on the, the mainstream channels, right? On YouTube and, and the various ones on Facebook, et cetera. And so we're, we're kind of pushed into a corner, kind of like Daniel was, but the great thing is the angel of the Lord came and protected him from the lions. And that's what the Lord is doing for us. He is protecting us. I mean, imagine yourself in a pit of lions all night and they didn't touch you know, touch him at all. So, um, but that same Daniel was given this, that he was, he was fear mongered <laughs> by the angels. Angels told him this was going to happen at, at the end. And this is what we are seeing. He saw this, um, about 2,400 years ago, the angel told him, and this is from actually Daniel chapter eight. And I, if you guys want to go and look at it, you can go on the U version Bible app and you can list, you can pull up the NLT version. That's the one I read from because it's so simple to understand. No, no flowery language. It's just very simple and easy to understand. Um, I've been teaching kids. I didn't need anything more complicated, right? Or Shakespeare like sounding. Anyway, so verse 23, which is an interesting thing. Verse 23 you follow the numbers, you're like, hey, it starts talking about this. And 23 is is a number for the cabal, right? Um, mm -hmm. At the end of their rule, at the end of the rule of the cabal, when their sin is at its height. And I think of this AI as kind of like that. It's like they are pulling out this. This is like their ace card to control humanity, right? It's hard to imagine anything mm -hmm. more mm -hmm. controlling than every thought in your head being controlled by them. <clears throat> but when that sin, when that evil is at its height to the max, a fierce king, a master of intrigue will rise to power. He'll become very strong, but not by his own power. I think that what they're saying here is this is the, this, 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 this head of this cabal has, has arisen so, so powerful, so strong, stronger than we've ever even imagined, you know, because all of our lives, we didn't even realize you know, and at least I didn't, you know, they were doing this behind the scenes. Um, but they've, they've arisen to this crazy power, like with AI, but not by their own power. I think that's talking about satanic power. This is a spiritual mm -hmm. warfare fighting and this, this dark forces, this evil forces, if this is not human forces that we're fighting. And, and, uh, we've been told that on the board that we're, we're not fighting flesh and blood. This is Ephesians six. We're not fighting flesh and blood. We're fighting spiritual forces of wickedness in high places. Uh, it says he'll cause a shocking amount of destruction and succeed in everything he does. That's the way it feels, doesn't it? Sometimes he'll destroy powerful leaders and devastate the holy people. So I think when it's talking about holy people, it's just, just, us. It's not about a particular religion. It's just everybody who wants to do right and, and do good for humanity. He will be a master of deception and will become arrogant and destroy many without warning. He will even take on the prince of princes. Well, the prince of princes is the Lord Jesus. The prince so who of do you princes think this person, right. this fierce king is? Who do you think it would be? Have we? Is he in, in the realm of politics here? Or? Well, the way I look at it, is that this is 
this is not an, a single individual. I'm convinced that this, this is talking about the Antichrist, but I, I don't believe it's a one single individual. I think it's a collective, that mafia cabal that moves along as one to do this evil. Okay. Like, like, okay. Just like this past week, you know, like but, uh, Budweiser and Jack Daniels and P and G all decided they were going to promote this transgender ideology mm-hmm. and, and, and ram it down our throats. Right. They, mm-hmm. they are clearly acting together. Right. As one. And so I don't think of it as a single individual. It's not one person who has this power. It's this collective uh, New World Order cabal is what I believe it's talking about. This this fierce king. They're, they, they're, they're, this, they're this kingdom that's trying to, to force humanity to bow the knee and, and, and obey. But it says that uh, in verse 25, they're, they're taking even on the prince of princes in battle. But he, this this new world order will be broken though not Mm -hmm. by human power you know we are fighting and we're and we should we should fight alongside the lord but the as it talks about in revelation 14 that we're you know riding alongside him into battle but the reality is this is bigger than what we can defeat absolutely yes you look at this ai you're like this is too big (laughs) this is too much we need God in this. We need we need uh, some superpower. Exactly, exactly. So you know, this is what's happening. Is is that it? This is the promise that keeps us from you know hiding under the bed or giving up. You know, and we can fight alongside the Lord, knowing that He's going to win the victory. It says that he that that this deep this dark force, um, AI, New World Order, Cabal, whatever, will be broken, though not by human power. The Lord is going to destroy them. And, you know, but that doesn't mean that we, we just go take a nap <laughs> because, mm-hmm. you know, he wants us to show ourselves as on his side and to be fighting along with the side of the light and the right and the goodness right now. Um, and then let's listen to this beautiful promise. It says in Joel chapter uh, 2, verse 18, the Lord will pity his people and jealously guard the honor of his land. It's not about just a particular plot of dirt. It's it's wherever you reside, okay? You can be in England. You can be in Spain. You can be in, in Texas where I am. You can be anywhere around the world that you are holding that territory for the for good, for the light, that you live in a place and you want freedom for people in Venezuela or from China or wherever, um, that you it, the, he will guard the honor of his land, of his people. Uh, he's, he cares about people. It's not about dirt, right? The Lord will reply, look, I'm sending you grain and new wine and olive oil, enough to satisfy your needs. You will no longer be an object of mockery around the surrounding nations. I will drive these armies from the north. I will send them into the parched parched wastelands in other words into hell Mm -hmm. the lord is going to send them into the wastelands into 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 hell those in the front will be driven into into the dead sea those at the rear into the mediterranean the stench of their dead bodies will rise over the land surely the lord has done great things don't be afraid oh people Uh, be glad and rejoice for the lord has done great things don't be afraid you animals of the field for the wilderness pastures will soon be green what is it? Is it talking about grass? It's talking about just lush, 
Things will be beautiful. Things will be healthy. Things will be well. Things will be, you know, your your bodies will be healthy. All this. Uh, you'll have plenty. Look at this in verse 22. The, the trees will again be filled with fruit. Fig trees and grapevines will be loaded down once more. As in your bank account. As in the plenty for your family. As in the plenty for your relationships. You know, you may feel right now that there's there's a tension between so many different relationships. But there'll be, there'll be this this blessing that's going to pour out rejoice in the Lord, your God for the rain. He sends demonstrates his faithfulness. Once more, the autumn rains will come as well as the rain, rains of spring. The threshing floors will be piled high with grain and the presses will overflow with new wine and olive oil. I'll give you back all that you lost to the swarming locust, the hopping locust, the stripping locust and the cutting locust. He's, he's going to restore all of that to us. So I want to make sure that you guys, heard that so whenever you're listening to this about you know ai that you're not um you don't get too flipped out okay so i'll play a little bit more of it before we before we jet busted um <laughs> so um that was the last role at the time uh google uh had acquired DeepMind, and so google and DeepMind together had about three quarters of all the uh, ai talent in the world did you hear that deep mind Mm-hmm. Th- that reminded me of this. That's why I thought of this project, Deep Dream, Deep Mind, Deep Dream. It's about people who are really thinking, you know, I never even thought of such a thing as 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 an AI to control humanity, right? These people think deeply and they think about future projects and future technology. And, you know, some, but some of them, unfortunately, are thinking about using it for evil, you know, most most of these ones, unfortunately, and I don't think Elon was, but they took it over. They obviously had a tremendous amount of money and uh, more computers than anyone else. So I'm like, okay, we're, we have a unipolar world here where there's just one one company that has close to monopoly on uh, AI talent and uh, and, and computers, uh, like so scale computing. And the person who's in, in charge doesn't seem to care about safety. This is not good. So. Uh, so then I thought, what's, what's the, the furthest thing from Google would be like a nonprofit uh, that is fully open because Google was closed uh, for profit. So that's why the open and open AI refers to open source, uh, you know, transparency so people know what's going on. Yes. And that it, it, we don't want to have like a, a, I mean, while I'm normally in favor of for profit, we don't want this to be a sort of a profit maximizing of demon course. from hell. That's you know? right. <laughs> that just never stops. Right. <laughs> so... That, that's how open AI was. With, with. So you want specious incentives here, incentives that yes, like, I think we want we want pro-human. Yeah, let's make the future good for the humans. Yes, yes, because we're humans. <laughs> so can you just put it? I keep pressing you, but just just for people who haven't thought this through and aren't familiar with it, and the cool parts of of artificial intelligence are so obvious. You know, write your college paper for you, write a limerick about yourself. <laughs> yeah. like, there's a lot there that's fun and useful. Can you be more precise about what's potentially dangerous and scary? Like, what could it do? What specifically are you worried about? You're going with old sayings, the pen is mightier than the sword. Um, so the, if you have um, a super intelligent uh, AI that is capable of writing uh, incredibly well and, and in a way that is very influential, um, you know, convincing, uh, and then and, and, is, and is constantly figuring out what is more what is more what is more convincing to people over time and then enter social media for example twitter uh but also facebook and others you know um 
and, and potentially manipulates public opinion in a way that is very bad. Um, how would we even know? Yep. Yeah. Mm, right. Very interesting. Right. Yeah. Not not just convincing, but even imitating. You know, it's scary. Right. 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 So yeah, he had one other little portion I wanted to play on here mm. where he was talking. Yes. It's bad. It's a lie. It's That's lie. exactly right. And to yes. withhold information. To lie and, and yes. And, and um, to, to, yeah, exactly. To, to either you know, comment on some things, not comment on other things, but, but not to say what, it, what, what the data uh, actually uh, demands that it say. Exactly. Um, so. Um, How did it get this way? I it's, it's, you funded it at the beginning. What happened? Yeah, well, that would be ironic. But faith, the most ironic outcome is the most likely, it seems. Um, <laughs> uh, which seems to be mostly true. Um, but it seems so, true in this case. So you gave them, uh, did you give them a lot? I came up with the name and uh, the concept and pushed, uh, had a number of dinners around the, the Bay Area uh, with, uh, you know, with, with some of the people, the leading figures in uh, AI. Um, and I helped recruit the initial team. Um, in fact, the, the uh, Ilya Sutskaya, who, who was uh, really quite fundamental to the success of uh, OpenAI, uh, it was, I, I, I put a tremendous amount of effort into recruiting Ilya. And he changed his mind a few times and ultimately decided to go with OpenAI. But if he had not gone with OpenAI, OpenAI would not have succeeded. I, I really, Put a lot, a lot of effort into creating this, this this organization to serve as a counterweight to Google, and then I kind of took my eye off the ball, I guess. And uh, they are now closed source, um, and they are obviously for profit, and they're um, closely allied with Microsoft. Uh, you know, in effect, Microsoft uh, has a very strong say, if not. Um, directly controls uh, OpenAI at this point. Um, so you really have an OpenAI Microsoft situation and then a Google DeepMind uh, are the other two sort of heavyweights in this arena. So it seems like the world needs a third option. Yes. So I, 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 I think I will create a third option, um, although starting very late in the game, of course. Can it um, be done? I don't know. I think it's, we'll, we'll see. It's uh, certainly starting late. Um, but I will, I will, I'll try to create a third option. Um, and that third option hopefully does more, more good than harm. Uh, like the intention with OpenAI was, uh, obviously to do good, but it's not clear whether it's actually doing good or whether it's, I, I can't tell at this point, um, except that I'm worried about the fact that, uh, it's being it's being trained to be politically correct, which is simply another way of, of being untruth, saying untruthful things. Yes. So that's that's a bad sign. There's certainly a path to AI dystopia is to train AI to be deceptive. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to start something which I know you call Truth GBT or uh, a maximum truth seeking AI that tries to understand the nature of the universe. And I think this this might be the best path to safety in the sense that uh, an AI that cares about understanding the universe uh, it is unlikely to annihilate humans because we are an interesting part of the universe. I hope. So there, there you go. He, I caught him with a funny look on his face. Okay. So yeah, he's now saying he's going to create a, yet another chat as whatever he's going to name it, whatever an AI 
So then that so there'll be three, and so it it appears that the other two are being closed and they're they're for profit and so the potential for this to be so dangerous for humanity is great so so much that he feels that he's got to make another one so he lost control of the one that he had created <clears throat> so and, and but this one making this one where it would be for a pro-humanity one so this is a it's a it's a wild deal that a wild ride that we're living in um so the the, the really cool thing from the bible that it talks about is something very similar happens after the 1,000 years. I very rarely talk about this, but at the end of the 1,000 years of peace that I always talk about, it says that there will be um, that there will be another battle. Have I ever told to you about that at all? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So you know, remember, they 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 also lied to us about the timeline that we're on, right? Right, and that's why I'm so glad we have that sign. That sign of the Son of Man that we saw, I feel like it 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 really helps us to know this is the day because it says it so many times. Again, I go back to, you know, this book right here, Major Clues from Minor Prophets. The Minor Prophets told us 18 times when we saw that sign, the woman in labor, that they, as in the, the New World Order, would be in great panic. So you're right, because they have changed, and they even said this. Daniel had was a prophecy that they would change the times and the seasons and, and all of that, and that's true. And that's why it's so great that we have that sign, because it really... You know, as soon as we saw that sign, that was September 23rd, 2017, we saw humanity start to wake up. Literally one month later, we started to see the board where it started to give us these clues. And so many people started to wake up. I, I, you know, that's it was really amazing. And actually, that sign began in a motion in, in motion uh, where, where Jupiter entered into the womb when, on the day President Trump was elected. So it's 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 clearly showing us that this is the a good sign for humanity and it's the end for them. And you can tell by the way they're mm -hmm. acting, what they're Absolutely. doing. They're pulling out everything to, to, because they know that they're, they know, they, they really know that it's game over. They really do. Um, okay. So, but at the end, let me see if I can show you this one. Okay. When you go to, uh, this is on biblegateway.com. So if anybody wanted to look at that, but if it's, it says in revelation chapter 20, and again, this is new living translation, real easy to follow. And it says that, um, this is so terrible, but I, and I hate it, but it says, okay, the Satan will, in verse two, it says, uh, he sees the dragon, this angel sees the dragon, that old serpent, who's the devil, and he bound him in chains for a thousand years. Amazing. You know, can you imagine no, no darkness, no evil for a thousand but, but, but how do we know that that time wasn't the time where the Tartarian empire existed? Well, and then and there so, was the reset and then the devil was un unleashed. Okay, so the what I what I believe from my research in, in God's word. Okay, so if you look on, on Revelation 19, how do I get back to it? Let me see if I can go back to 19. Oh, well, I don't see my arrows, but anyway, let me go back to 19. 19, just before it says that, just before it says that Satan will be cast into this pit for a thousand years, is uh, in this chapter, just before that, the very verse before that, it says that, the beast was captured, you know, um, let me back up, the, the beast of the kings of the world and the armies gathered together to fight against the one on the horse in this army. So this is this final kingdom, this final evil empire. And so we've had all these empires. We've had 
um, you know, the, the Persian Empire and the Mede, um, yeah, Median Empire, uh, the Babylonian Empire, and the Greek Empire and the Roman Empire. Now this new world order, we're fine. We've never had a day when we didn't have an empire ruling over us. And so mm -hmm. finally, we finally have this big, we're having this big showdown and it says the beast was captured and with him, the false prophet who did mighty miracles on the behalf of the beast. And they were thrown alive into this fiery lake of burning sulfur. In other words, annihilated. This this evil kingdom is annihilated. So I we don't have any time in history when this evil has ever been annihilated, stopped. And there's never been peace on earth for a thousand years, right? Uh, you know, that's, that's what I, what I, you know, understand from, from my research of history. So then this is where he's cast out for a thousand years. And it says that, um, if the angel threw him in the bottomless pit, which he then shut and locked. So Satan could not deceive the nations anymore until the thousand years were finished. So for this whole thousand years, there's going to be peace as it talks about so many times I, I go into it in the, in the books that, that finally we'll have health and wealth and peace and a, and a break from these evil ones. But we are in this final battle right now. That's what the Bible really teaches. They confuse us so much in the church, but whatever. Um, so, you know, it kind of gets to this fever pitch and then we, we're saved by, but not by human hand, as I was saying from Daniel chapter eight, but then the, the, at the end of a thousand years, it says he, he comes out again which is my, I don't like that verse. <laughs> I don't like it at all, but mm. it's kind of like a birth, you know, it's going through. But how do we know that? How do we know that when he came out again, what was, was recently, how, how do we know that the a thousand years of thousand years of peace didn't already come and go. And that's the Tartarian empire. And you know, the times where they built the pyramids and all of that. And we had all of this technology and, and consciousness and, you know, and then the, do you know what I mean? And then we were enslaved. How do we know it's right. not then? Right. Well, one of the reasons is because, you know, we have not had what is talked about, you know, in, in the old Testament about all the, we haven't had peace. We really haven't had a thousand years of peace on earth. You know, where there's there there may have been technology, but there wasn't like you know like it says that people will live as long as trees. Mm -hmm. We haven't had that. Remember, I, it was from uh, Isaiah sixty five. I'll, I'll go back to that real quick. I mean, so many places it talks about this. this is what I, I went through, and I've got like every Old Testament book uh, I go into in in my book um, Major Clues from Minor Prophets because they told us about this amazing day. But then if you scroll down to um, right here, you know, no, no longer will people be considered old at 100, you know, right. Yeah. No we read this last time. Yeah. Yeah. Th th this, this, this has never happened. This right here mm -hmm. has never happened. And there will never be a day. There's never been a day when, when uh, this has happened, where the people will live in their houses, they build and eat the fruit from their vineyards and, and no one will you know confiscate their vineyards, you know, maybe in a few places, Maybe in a few here or there, but you know it's never been where the people will live as long as trees. 
you know, and I, I believe that this is talking about the thousand year reign of Christ on earth, this millennial kingdom. And that coincides with what I was just reading from Revelation chapter 20, that at some point we would ultimately destroy this, this cabal, this, 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 these tyrants. And the other thing I've, I've shown you, I've shown you the, the statue, Nebuchadnezzar's statue, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so for those of you who are who are who haven't seen that one, because I know uh, 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 Nicholas and I have talked about it, but I don't know if everyone has seen it. So this one is talking about all these all these empires over time. Um, so this is let's see if I can find the one. Here's here's okay. So it's showing. Let me show this one. So this is this is a symbol of all the empires since Daniel. So you've got the, this is the Babylonian empire. This is the medium Persian empire of silver. You've got the Greek empire of bronze, like the bronze age. You've got the iron empire, which is, which is Rome. And so now we're down at the, at the, the last empire. And it's a, it's a, it's an empire. It's in Daniel chapter two, where it's an empire of, of, of clay and iron. So it doesn't hold together really well but it's because it's so vast because it's such a, a a wide empire all over the world and so then there's this stone that's destroying all these empires so we've always had some tyrant ruling over us to keep us from really ascending like you always talk about and having that true freedom and 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 health and peace all over the world. There's always been someone fomenting war or always, you know, if ever since the Babylonian empire, you've had one empire replacing another empire with another empire. And finally this huge one, but the Bible says that they will be, as I was saying in Daniel eight, they'll be broken, but not by human power. This is the end for the, of them ruling us. And so we, when it, when it, in Daniel chapter 19, it says that they're destroyed and they're cast into this pit for a thousand years. This is what it's talking about in Daniel in, in Revelation chapter 20. Um, and so then after this thousand years, there's another battle. What I was trying to kind of say before is it's kind of like a birth and it looks so hard if you're a little baby and you're like, I don't think I can get through that. That's a hard thing to do. But it's through that birth process is where we enter into another into something better right and you you can tell if you could come you know talk to the baby in the womb and go it's going to be better you have to go through a, you know, a difficult thing right here but it's going to be it's going to be better when you get there so that is really what it's talking about here is it's a birthing we're all going through this birthing process that's why the lord used this symbol i think of the woman in labor because we're all it talks about this so many times in the Bible. It talks about that we're all in labor pains together. This is in Romans chapter eight. We're all in this labor pains until we see Christ formed in the earth. So there's two labors. We're going through one now. And then actually after the thousand years, there's going to be this other birthing kind of thing where heaven and earth will merge. And at that point, there'll be no more death, no more death. Yeah. So that, but we're not at that point, of course, but yeah, that's what it talks about really, really in Revelation, um, Revelation 20, the final, final battles called Gog and Magog, when we finally destroy Satan in the, the darkness and then they never, it never comes out again. So, but again, that's after, after 1000 years of peace on earth anyway. So it's, uh, it's, it's com a little bit complicated from 
from the Bible. And, you know, to be honest, I had been, I hadn't really met, studied it very much all my life until, you know, I just knew the Bible and I've been teaching kids, but I hadn't really focused on this end times prophecy. And the honest truth is the things that I had heard on the TV or the movies or whatever, or the, even at church had made it much more confusing. So that's when I said, okay, I just have to toss out everything I had learned because I knew that I had been misled because mm, I, you know, I really, I really believe like you do that we're going to enter into beautiful days. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And, and so when I, you know, that was, that was contradictory to what I had been taught. I had been taught that we had to escape earth, you know, and that the world was going to fall to the beast and that the whole world would, would just be destroyed. And that's not the truth. The truth is they're going to be destroyed. We're not leaving. They are. And they're not going to get to do this to humanity anymore, including the AI. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, Melissa Redpill, thank you very much. That was very, very interesting. I really enjoyed that. Thank um, you. Is there anything else that you'd like to say to the viewers before we finish? Well, I always really like to pray if we can. Yeah, of course. Yes, let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord, for your word that you have you have so much there, so many clues for us. And it's just like hidden treasure and, and gold that we can find and, and gives us so much hope. And that no matter what they sell us, or like Nicholas was saying, maybe they're trying to fear monger us or whatever it is, we put our trust in you. And we know your promise is, is sure that you not only can make the promise, but you can keep it because you have the power to do that. And I just thank you that you're going to defeat them. Uh, not, and it's, yes, we are happy to help. We're happy to do our role, but we know that you are the one who's going to defeat them. And you're going to end this evil tyranny over us. And we're going to have these beautiful, wonderful days. We put our, our confidence in and our faith in you, Lord, because you are, you love us. You proved to us on the cross that you love us. And we just, we love you back. And we pray this in your great name, Jesus. Amen. Oh, Amen. Wait, one more quick thing. This, we're counting the Omerican. Today is the second week, the third day of the counting of the Omer. And this is a great oh, wow. festival. And on the 50th day, basically now we have 10. So second week the third day so 10 days um on the 50th day is the jubilee when all the debts oh, okay. are canceled and all the captives are freed and this is the omer for america mm, nice interesting the amber okay. waves are great so keep y'all grab you some pixie sticks or some some <laughs> weeds or something and so count and make your little bundle and it's a very hopeful sign because one day this is going to be fulfilled and i hope it's this year Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Melissa Redpill, and we'll speak again very soon. God bless you and take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, guys.